Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops, and you're listening to Journey into an Unknown World. This week, I've chosen to talk about how you see the world, because how you see the world does matter, okay? Everything that we do in some way is important. I was talking on a prior show how years ago I received from the oneness the name the oneness and went on through the years in my book, My Journey into the Oneness, to explain how I became a person who would understand it and teach all about it. And a part of that book is to bring to a person's notice, as it were, the idea that every day there is something that we think, we feel, we touch, we see, we hear, we integrate with, whatever it is that's going on in our environment. And when that happens, we start to formulate ideas. And those ideas we adhere to often in such a way that we can either make ourselves become very joyful or the opposite. We're miserable. And when we get miserable, we really don't appreciate anything around us. So I'd like you to stop for a minute and ask yourself, what do you appreciate today? Have a look around. Maybe it's a nice chair that you're sitting in that's really comfortable. And stop and think, where did I get it from? How long have I had it? Have I taken it for granted? Did I ever stop to think, where it came from, who made it, and how I got to get it from whoever brought it here to me so that I could have it and so on. And begin to just see how many people have been involved in the thing that you love that you've never given any thought to before. A long time ago, I learned, because of World War II, that if there's a shortage of something, you learn to adapt. And if there's something awful happening, like killings, bad things that happen, which, as the time of recording this in Las Vegas, a very bad uh, situation with 50 people dead and so on, I won't go into details, it's going to be history and time, but it is a moment where one person ended the lives of many, affected the lives of many, and rippled out towards affecting the lives of the police, the reporters, the family extensions of those people, their friends and associates of those people, People across the world who are hearing the stories and looking at their own countries and their own securities and so on. Everything in this world has a ripple effect through sound, through vibration. Sound and vibration are not new to us. We've been under the influence of sound and vibration for all time. For example, if there's an earthquake, you suddenly realize the earth is shaking. 
But actually, it's always shaking. There's always some rumbling, something going on somewhere. And many of us who are sensitive to the earth will tell you, I feel something going on beneath my feet. Others of us are sensitive to the cosmic consciousness and will tell you that they feel energy coming from photons or meteorites or the planets and that in some way they are affecting your behavior or the way you see and feel other people in this world. Sound can be shocking. It can be a sudden noise when we're silent and quiet. And that noise could be a simple noise, like someone dropping something. But it pulls us back from a space of mentality where we are not listening. And it reminds us that we do need to listen. But it also reminds us at the same time, where did that noise come from? And what caused that noise? So we look around. We look around to see what's happening around us. And as we look around, we compare it with other things we've seen before. And those things may be something simple, like, for example, if you hear someone pop uh, a soda can, you hear the gas, you automatically find your brain comparing that with memories that you've heard it many times before and don't feel disturbed by it. But if it was the first time you ever heard it, you would be looking and you would be asking, how come it makes that noise when you let the top off? And of course, science will explain, well, it's the gases explain, escaping and the soda and oxygen mixing, causing the fizzy to rise up. Sound again. How does it sound? Pop, pop, pop. We're used to many sounds. We take them for granted. But subtly, all those sounds that we've heard throughout our lives are energizing us or depleting us of energy, depending on how we relate to the vibrations of sound. I've been a healer for many, many years. And by the way, here I'll say, if you have an illness or a disease and you'd like to discuss it with me in terms of alternative medicine, uh, my crystal therapies and counseling, as well as herbs and things that you can take to help you, then do contact me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. Or go to my website, Sumaris Education Center and Clinic, or askdrmargaret.com or www.sumariscenter.com. In fact, there are many ways you can find me if you search me on the web. Don't be afraid. Contact me and ask me the questions. So here I want to say, if we don't ask... If we don't seek education, then how can we say that how we see the world matters to us? We could be lazy. We could procrastinate. We could say, I'll put it off till tomorrow. But ultimately, you're going to find yourself saying, I remember something about something. 
I wish I could remember what it was, because right now I'm feeling I need whatever that information was, and I'm frustrated with myself because I cannot remember. Our brains are overwhelmed with sounds, tones, visions, touching, feeling, and it is constantly working faster than the speed of light to give you rational conscious thoughts about what you're doing and how what you're doing is serving you, whether it's coming out successfully or whether you're failing. Of course, no one likes to fail. We all want to be successful. But if we were all successful, shall we say extreme masters, just to be out on a limb here, no one would be learning from us. And it wouldn't be long before our comparing notes on what we know would end up being a competition, and then the competition would lead into fights, and fights would lead us into hatred, lack of love and understanding, and yes, we would become ignorant. We would lose much of what we've learned. We would begin to rationalize that everything that we learned in the past has been forgotten, therefore I can't remember it, therefore it doesn't matter anymore. And the truth is that when we look at Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, MS, muscular dystrophy, all these mental illnesses are relative to people saying, I want to argue, I want to defend myself, I want you to believe me, I want you to know that I know what I'm saying and doing, that I trust myself, you know, so well that I have enough information to teach you more. And yet here I am offering all my skills, trying to support everyone. Meanwhile, I'm distressed, stressed, even depressed. I'm oppressed by circumstances. I'm receding inward. I feel like nobody will ever listen to me. So all I need to do is switch off. And in switching off, I'm going to let my brain, shall we say, wipe away wisdom, knowledge, erase the program. Well, for us who are watching these people, who feel we're smart and active and out there doing all the things that we want to do, we're busy saying how we see the world does matter. And in the process of trying to make everyone else understand that we see how everything matters, so is everyone else. Our point of view and the things we do are important to us first of all. We have to be able to say to ourselves, I appreciate myself for all that I've done, for my experiences in this life, and for all the people who have crossed my pathway in some way to give me those little tests, or those big tests, where I have had to stand firmly for what I believe in, and simply ask myself in all honesty, Is my perception of the way I see myself in this world truly who I am 
truly who I want to be and truly am I still learning and growing and evolving so everything I see in this world matters to me. I mentioned in another show that we have a complex scenarios of religions. One could say I'm an ardent Catholic and I don't really care what a Baptist is saying or doing, so I won't even talk to one. Or you could turn around and say, excuse me, I hear you're a Baptist. Would you explain to me what the difference is in your philosophy to mine? It's not to convert you. It's to allow you to have an alternative to experience. And whatever you experience will either support or expand what you believe in if you're positive. If you're negative, then you may well be influenced by what someone else says, what they share. But at the same time, it's going to call for you to be honest with yourself to admit that the way you've been functioning has caused your downfall, that you have been thinking in a negative way, believing that only other people who are negative like you are your friends. But the truth is, your friends who are like you in a negative space are holding you back. Because they're busy saying, I know what you mean, I feel just like you, and we'll sit here and commiserate and maybe smoke some marijuana and and just hang out and say a bottle of wine and, yeah, that's fine, I'm wonderful. Don't do that to yourself. Reach out and let someone help you. Reach out to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. Let me help you. There are many light workers now, and there are many people who now understand how they are a part of the oneness. The oneness is everything that is. And here I want to mention something that I wrote in my book, My Journey into the Oneness. This actually happened to me. I was walking down the street. I suddenly got a sharp pain in my shoulder. For a moment, I thought it must be my purse that was hanging on my shoulder. And then I realized, no, I was feeling a bullet that had entered someone's shoulder somewhere in this world. And as soon as I recognized what it was, the pain disappeared. And at the same time, I felt myself sending energy to whoever it was without a name, without a place, without a country. Because my instinct, my intuition was a part of the oneness that knew that that person somewhere was in some way attuned to me and therefore would receive the healing. Let me talk a little bit about the oneness. What is it? It is energy that flows through every single living creature on this planet. So whether you think about it as a human, an animal, an insect, a plant, or even a mountain, energy in this world 
is constantly shifting and moving, and we are on it and a part of it. But unlike a flea on the back of a dog, who believes that the dog is its whole world, we have consciousness. We know that there are many, many things to see. There are many things to integrate with. There are places to go to that we've never visited. Or we can borrow things from the library and watch videos of places we will never go to, but someone else has been and very kindly made it available to us to see, watch, and learn. So here again is an example of sharing, where those who are curious go out to find information and bring it back to those who are couch potatoes who can't be bothered. And yet, just by sitting there watching that show, some little part of what you see and hear will have given you a new understanding about how you see your world and how your world matters to you. Now, if your world matters to you, then you can see by your loved ones, your immediate family, that they are concerned about you and your world. And in the mirror image of that, if anyone in your family, in your idea, is in need of help, you are going to be concerned and you're going to use your perception of the way you see this world and you will try to integrate that with the person you want to help. So your view of the world matters not only to you, but to others. If you would like to connect with me or know more about my work, simply go to www.sumariscenter.com. That's S for sugar, U, M for mother, A, R, I, S for sugar again, C-E-N-T-E-R dot com or ask Dr. That's A-S-K-D-R Margaret M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T dot com. And if you ask me some questions, I will definitely answer them. If you need counseling, a reading, or you just need me to define different perceptions that you're mixed up in, I can help you. I would also like to take this point to recognize that without the oneness and without my psyche, my ability to be able to listen to the oneness, download and share with you, you would not have this radio show. So I would like your support and help in letting me know how often you listen to this show and if it's helping you. And to do that, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me under Margaret Rogers Van Coops. And you can find me under Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Coops. And then you can find Sumaris Education Center and Clinic. And you can find my Crystal Acupuncture and Terragram Therapy page as well. So there's plenty of me on Facebook. There's lots of me on LinkedIn with lots of blogs. And yes, Twitter and uh, all the other places, too many to mention. So if you're in need 
of understanding why your world matters and how your perceptions may be saying it doesn't, then you need me to help you. Because you see, even the most negative perception of yourself is still to you an important part of your world that matters to you. It matters that you're suffering. It matters that you don't feel supported. It matters that you're losing your way. And there are many light workers out there in the world that know that that matters to you and in their own way through their life and the things that they can do that matter to them, they can match you. They can share with you. They can give you their insights. Why? Because they've gone on a journey a little bit ahead of you and they know a little bit more because they've studied a little bit more and tried a little bit harder and opened up their thoughts to more of whatever is out there in the world that they can reach, touch, feel, share, integrate with. If you're starting a business, Yes, there are lots of coaches and counselors to help you know how to promote yourself and market your brand and market your product. But it still comes down to how do you see yourself when you're doing that? Because how you see yourself and your world and your environment matters because it's a vibration. It's God's vibration that is yours by right, by birth, by the nature of your spirit, to tap into and use it. There are laws of karma, and I did a show on that, and you might want to go back and look for that show and listen to what the laws are. And while I'm not going to go into all of them right now, I do want to say that the fourth law is like attracts like in the mirror image, either in support or opposition for growth without judgment. So your point of view matters to you, but it may not matter to your sister or your brother or your grandma or someone else because they have their own point of view. And from their point of view, the way they see the world, their ideas matter to them. We have to find that space to honor and respect one another's ideas and to understand that no two people see through the same eyes and the same body, standing in the same position at the same time, will have the same identical understanding of whatever it is they've both just watched. No, it's impossible. You can't climb inside someone's body. You can stand right behind them and you can look over their shoulder. But even then, what attracts you to see most may be very different from the person standing in front of you that's looking at something else entirely different and in a different way, from a different motive and a different emotional point of view. So each of us is unique, which is one more reason why how you see the world matters, because how you express that vision that understanding of this world is going to ripple out there and affect other people to help them either shift their point of view or to slip more into the correct point of view for them so that they can go on to heal themselves and make better business and so on. 
each one of us is very individual. Each one of us has our own personal point of view about ourselves and about the world. So let me talk a little bit about self-depredation. Do not pull yourself down. Do not say, I've only half studied a course, therefore I'm only half as good as someone who's done the whole class. I've known people that have only done two weeks of a class and then gone on to teach themselves privately to end up being very, very well known for what they know. Whereas the people that did the entire course they first signed up for flopped all the way through it, relying on other people to do things for them, so that ultimately when it came to an end, they couldn't remember one thing or how to do anything themselves. So here I want to point out that hands-on is vital. Touch. Your sensory touch, your fingertips, they're loaded with nerve endings that connect to your brain, that allow you to remember by doing hands-on. I want you to really believe that whether you're typing a novel, making yourself a sweater, building up your home to look nicer than it was before, in some way you are tapping into your instinct, your inspiration, your passion and desire, your motivation, your ambition, and of course energy, which provide you with drive. The more positive you are, the more passion and energy you have to keep going and complete your project. If you're doing something saying, I don't really care, I don't give a damn, I'm just doing it because I have to get some money, whatever it is in some way is an excuse. And that excuse spoils the motivation, the drive, the passion, the ambition, etc., Do you want to be someone who has none of that? Who is just saying, I'm doing it because I have to do it? Or do you want to be someone that says, I'm doing it because I'm having a wow of a time doing it? And when I've mastered it, I'm going to find something else to be a student of. And in that way, I'll open up a new doorway for me to work towards another wow. And of course... Everything that you see in this world has a sound, has a vibration, has a resonation. And everything that you listen to has an effect on you. And so between what you see and you hear, and then what you take into yourself to work with, you will grow enormously. You will expand your full potential to realize that there isn't anything you cannot do. Years ago, I had a little house in England and I needed to crazy pave the front yard. I asked my husband to get me broken bits of pavement from around the corner where they were repairing the sidewalk pavement in England. They were going to throw the broken ones away. And I said, can I have them? And they, yeah, you know, we, we saves us a journey to the dump. So I had all these broken pieces of paved stones, paving stones. And I broke them up a little bit more. And then I got some sand and I got some cement. I read some books. 
I laid the sand down. Then I mixed the sand with the cement, whatever I had. I took good advice from Home Depot or somewhere like that. And I laid my foundation down. And then from there, I laid my stones around. And then from there, I mixed my cement. And I filled the gaps. And I did it with my fingers. And everyone said, oh, you can't use your fingers on cement. They'll burn holes in them and all the rest of it. And I said, I can't help that. I'm a craftswoman. I am going to craft this. And I did it that way. And my fingers weren't too bad. And I did an area 10 by 10. And to this day, back in England, I left that house in 1985. No, 1975. That's it, 1975, long time ago. And I've been back a couple of times, recent times. And it's still there. No cracks in it. As solid as the day I made it. Did anyone train me to lay that? No. It was my need, my inquisitiveness, my sense of desire and passion that stimulated me to try and in trying to become successful. So I'm ending this show in that I am here to encourage you to look at what is going on around you in your world, to see in all honesty if you believe your world is full of all that matters and that you're enjoying it. Or is it full of discourse, abuse, misuse, where everything you do is horrible and you hate it? If this is the case and you feel stuck in the mud, give me a call. Write to me through Google, Gmail or social networking. I'm here for you. I can help you in any way that you need. Go to www.sumariscenter.com or askdrmargaret.com and read more about what we have to say there. Also, go to my YouTube forward slash user forward slash drmargaret or search my program's Journey into an Unknown World. Either way, you'll learn a lot more and I will encourage you and help you in whatever you're doing. And by the way, do get a copy of my life story book on how I developed my psychic ability. It's called My Journey into the Oneness, available from my publisher, easytimepublishing.com or Amazon for an ebook. So be well, and remember, how you see the world matters in your world. Don't let yourself down. Make your life a happy one. Bye.